Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the bullpen. Uh, my name is Les Vogler. Uh, it's been a while since we talked to y'all. Uh, got a few updates uh, since since the last time we talked. Uh, at First off, uh, at Nebraska Bull Service, uh, we are expanding out there at Nebraska Bull Service. We are uh, adding on some additional bull barns, uh, so our capacity will be up just to under uh, probably about 150 to 175 bulls. Uh, it's been a really great first half of the year so far, even with all the COVID stuff going on throughout the country. It seems like in our sector, the progressive breeders uh, have really stepped forward, and it's, it's actually been our busiest year to date uh, and really appreciate all the customers out there going. So I would suggest uh, if you have any bulls wanting to come in, get them scheduled because I know it seems like every day I got three or four more people calling. So we are going to be full uh, come fall. There's no doubt. Uh, so any of the local guys out there, please call and get, get, get on the list. So we get you in uh, also something else going on out in Nebraska bull service. Uh, it will be October 2nd and 3rd, the night of October 2nd, the Nebraska Angus tour starts off and they're going to start in McCook at the copper mill and uh, Dr. Chantel Cruz, which uh, is with Bovatech and she is in charge uh, of our IVF division at Nebraska bowl service and Vogler SEMA center. She is going to be speaking at the copper mill and then uh, October 3rd, seven 30 in the morning in Nebraska bowl service. We are sponsoring a breakfast for everybody. Uh, expecting about 150 or 200 uh check with the nebraska angus association get signed up for for that uh we're going to be given tours and uh it's going to be a breakfast and uh my mom's going to be cooking and all the gals out there so you it's going to be a good hearty you know country type breakfast for everybody and love to have you all come out and check out the facilities and go on their tour uh back here in the eastern part of the state vulgar Seaman center where we are actually moving the IVF the in vitro part back to Ashland just because of the space we needed out in McCook to handle all the bulls. So we are currently under construction of building a new IVF facility at our Ashland location and uh, redoing some of the other bull barns there too. So, uh, and then quick update on Vogler cattle. We just started weaning the calves this week, uh, getting ready for you know, it to be here sooner, sooner than you think. Our sale the end of November, the first Saturday after Thanksgiving. Uh, so, kind of keep check, keep checking our websites: Nebraska, Nebraska Bull dot com, Center dot com, and VulgarCattle dot com. Uh, and today, I got really, really two special guests in here with me, and we're not really going to talk about, or we're not going to talk about cattle or any farm and stuff like that. But what we're going to talk about is some of this stuff going on socially in our world right now today and i think if any of you are still watching the news because it's so damn depressing all you kind of hear is one side of the story well today in studio with me i have uh, two wonderful ladies and i'll let them introduce introduce herself but just a quick background one is 
a wife of an officer and she is in the school education system. And the other the other outstanding lady is actually an officer that is on the front lines. So I'm going to let them introduce and we're just going to kind of talk about their perspectives and their views and what uh, what's kind of been happening in their lives over the last two or three months. So I'll start with you. Okay. Hi, I'm Jen and I am uh, the wife of a police officer um, in the local area. And I'm also, like Les said, in the education system um, and just have really uh, different perspectives from what the news media has kind of put out with all of the rioting and protesting going on. And so it's going to be a wonderful opportunity kind of to share what we have been going through um, as a blue family uh, through the last few weeks. Exactly. And uh, I'm Amber Kennedy. I'm a detective with a neighbor, a neighboring city uh, to Omaha. Um, I've been an officer. This will be twelfth year in September. Um, wow, you've been that long. Yeah, that long. It doesn't seem like it. No. <laughs> and uh, I've been a detective. This is my seventh year. I specialize in investigating uh, sex crimes, child abuse crimes, um, child pornography, mm-hmm. and missing persons, and anything that deals with children right. or online enticement is mm-hmm. my specialty. Um, I am also part of the SWAT team. I'm yeah. the first and only female that's ever made the SWAT team for really? our department. Yeah. And awesome. I've been on the SWAT team for about eight to nine years mm-hmm. now. So. Yeah. And you, you do also on the side, what is your, I know you got a really a passion for a certain, certain hobby. I don't know if you call it a hobby, but what, <laughs> tell us just a little bit about that, Amber. Uh, I coach CrossFit. Yeah. I, I've, I've been a competitor for several years. Um, now I'm kind of taking a little bit of step back and just coaching and teaching mm-hmm. people okay. on the importance of, of not just being physically healthy, but mentally healthy right. too. Uh, and um, finding other ways to help, um, especially officers, how to deal with uh, life stress, yeah. uh, stress on duty and avoiding going to the bottle to mm-hmm. help with stress or yeah. going to food to right. help with stress yeah. and, and finding other ways. And our right. department actually is just, just now implementing um, peer support group. Maybe I need to sit down and talk to you. Yeah, <laughs> you certainly can get some steak and let's yeah. do it. <laughs> so, I mean, whoever wants to start, just tell us a little bit. I mean, Jen, I mean, the perspective, I mean, how has life been for you and your husband and your family the last two or three months, whatever it's been? Uh, well, I guess I would start by saying, you know, when all of this kind of hit the fan, um, you know, it was a, a big wake-up call. Um, my husband hasn't been in a cruiser for years. He's um, at a different location. And so uh, he hasn't been kind of on that frontline part for quite a while. And so getting thrown back into this frontline duty um was a wake up call, not, yeah. you know, for our entire family. So he was called in to, you know, bring his riot gear and go out that, that night. And we hadn't seen that come out for quite a while. Right. Um, so it was a little scary, not only for myself, but for right. my kids. Yeah, for your family. Um, you know, so we just, the unknown was the worst part about it right. all. We didn't know what he was walking into, we didn't know what to expect. And so then you see media come on TV and show you all of this horrible, horrible things that were going on. Um, and knowing he was right smack in the middle of that. He's frontline. Yeah, absolutely. Um, 
you know, the the media liked to portray the worst of things. Right, exactly. And because that's what gets everybody hyped yeah. up, right? Yeah. And so um, being able to have an opportunity to share, like, these officers, just because one officer made a horrible, horrible mm-hmm. choice, does not make that a blanket statement for all officers. Right, exactly. And I think that was the most frustrating part for not only myself, but my husband and my family and everybody else, is it was making all of our officers seem like they were criminals. If you watch certain parts of the media, yeah, it was like they were all. Yeah. I mean, but and and I know the majority of the people listen to this, we all, I mean, we definitely stand behind the blue and support the officers. We get it, but right. I think... There's there's other people out there that don't absolutely you know a certain segment that just no matter what you do right right so. and you know the media portrayed all the protesters as being in the right yeah. and and for some of them they were doing it the right way right the people who had the good intentions were doing it the right way but then you had people piggyback off of that that we're making this a platform for them to destroy things and ruin our city and make things um, a completely different platform. And I think that was the most frustrating part for all of the officers, that they were in support of people protesting. That is your your God-given right. Right. But when you start to destroy a city and Mm -hmm. hurt people, that's when you... Yeah, no, it, it all it all takes a, turns a different direction. Yeah, yeah. Amber, were you were you involved in any of the of the? Uh, we there was a, a threat that protesting was going to happen in our city that they were going to take over parts of our city, uh, and like I said, we're neighboring to Omaha. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so we, you know, we had our react. Our entire department was called out on a Sunday. Yeah. Um, and. You know, our department is nowhere near the size of Omaha, but every single one of us was there, even ones that were on light duty due to to injuries. They were there um, doing the best that they could to support. And, I mean, I was part of the SWAT team, so we were sitting out waiting. Um, Over over in our city, we saw a completely different um, side of people. Mm -hmm. The community came out and supported us. Supported the officers. Supported the officers. We had civilians that, and whether people agree with it or don't, mm-hmm. there was armed civilians out there yeah. protecting the courthouse. Mm-hmm. Um, there, the rumor is, and I don't know how true it is, but there, I can tell you, there was a bunch of bikers. Yeah. In in a certain block where um, these protesters were supposedly supposed to take over, um, and it's alleged that it was. Um, motorcycle gang right. that was down there protecting it whether it was or not i don't know yeah. but they were down there protecting civilians came out and supported i can't tell you how many people over the two days that we were posted out that came by with food we had high V that donated food uh, a chinese restaurant that's right by our station purchased a huge pallet of water and and it was shipped over to us uh, and it this the city our city supports mm-hmm. for the vast majority of them supports uh us over there right. and even within still right now people constantly come and are donating mm-hmm. food that's, and that's drinks amazing. to us yeah. Yeah. Did, did 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 Eric notice any of the same thing here yes absolutely in- um there are, were many many organizations that donated um 
bottles of water, bottles of Gatorade, you know, Powerade, all of those kinds of things. Um, so they had plenty of hydration. They had plenty of food. Um, the We have a support blue family, which uh-huh. is like a support group for yep. um, family members of police officers here in Omaha. And we got together one morning and made five or 600 sandwiches to take right. down. Um, you know, different restaurants brought in food for the guys um, awesome. and the ladies. Yeah. And it was, it was one of those things where even in the midst of all this darkness, there are still, there you was, know, there was good people. There but are good people. Did any, I mean, tell me if I'm wrong. Did any of that make any of the local news? No, um, it was not until yeah. Chief Schmatter got on um, the news. They uh, did one of the a, a small uh, press a, conferences, and they probably got pushed to the back. And it wasn't. There's a certain station here in Omaha, and I don't mind to call them out, but they seem to want to have an editorial at the end of their newscast. Correct. To me, they're there to give the news, not to give us their opinion. Right. right. And and I'll, I'll be quite honest. I have that station is off. Yep. Yep. Well, I you know, don't, I don't watch the news yeah. anymore. No. I don't, I've, I've really like could have yeah. cut out social it's, media yeah. to a very well, yeah. minimum, but yeah. then the news I have noticed has really skewed the views of people. They are, oh, they're feeding with the hot topic is, yep. and, and the point there is tell me the last time you heard of an officer killed in the line of duty that made national news. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah there, during this whole thing, there was, right. there was how many, two or three or four. Yeah. Uh, there, there's several. And, and yeah. even, even before this had happened, yeah. Yeah. the last that I know of besides the Dallas five that was ambushed. Right. Is Carrie Roscoe. Mm-hmm. That is the last one. We had a deputy that was killed in our city that made local news, right. but that's it. But, but it when you have, news. you have an, and. By all means, I do not support what that officer did to George Floyd. Right. At exactly. All. I don't think I don't, I don't I don't know of anybody that no. does. And if somebody does, they're, they're they are morally messed up. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, but the fact that he got all of this publicity and even a folded flag at his funeral. Yes. <laughs> but we have officers that are we had an officer just last week was pulled over on the side of the road helping a, a stranded mo- motorist. Somebody rolled up and just fired and just shot him. Just shot. And he's laid on the ground, stood over him, and shot him multiple times. That's not national news. Mm-mm. I don't. I I didn't even hear about it. And so. there there are there are incidences where officers do make bad decisions and somebody does die, yeah, but right. you don't hear about that no. unless it's race based. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And quite honestly, I mean, from my perspective, you look at the police officers, no matter what state patrols, whatever line, they're out there trying to help people. If they're interacting with somebody, in most cases, it's because that person did something wrong. Right. You know, so that person, you know, and what what is the percentage? I have stats from Lincoln here. Uh, just in Lincoln, Nebraska, there was over 363,000 calls and the percentages of complaints was point zero zero six nine, so think about that. And but but it's that those are the ones that hear about it. Mm-hmm. There's so many good things, and and I did a little bit of research. So many good organizations that the officers do to help kids and help other communities, but you don't. You don't it it doesn't it. get publicized. Well, and, and like with Carrie Roscoe, it was never publicized on the the amazing work that she did that she helped with the. Right. Uh, 
Oh, the uh, special program. Special Olympics. The um, she helped with the kids in the baseball fields. Yep. No one knew anything about that yeah. until after she died. There are so many officers across the world right. that are part of organizations that donate so much time and money to help yeah, they're, the they're, community, and you don't know about. They're it. there to help. They're you know, and you got what it was. I mean, right now, I mean, from both your perspectives, what is the morale of the police officers? I mean, do they get up say, "Boy, I'm." I'm glad to go to work today or it's like crap. We're beat down. Yeah. And not, not only are we beat down because of, I mean, like I said, our community where, where I work has been super supportive, but yep. overall we're beat down and the hiring people applying to be a police officer is, has been low Yeah, and now it's the all time low. Who, who, who wants, wants to who, be a police officer right be. now? No, I, no. I sure as hell wouldn't. No, no. If I was if looking you, if, at a if, career. If you weren't already there and you love what you, you obviously yeah. love what you do and it's a passion. I do. Yeah. So, and how about, how about uh, your perspective, Jen? You know, I think the, the officers have kind of rallied around themselves and have, have really kept each kind other. Kind of circled the wagons and protecting each other. Absolutely. Yeah. And the support groups around um, the Omaha metro area, you know, who do support police officers have really stepped up to make yeah. sure that they know that they're supported. Awesome. Um, I think Chief Schmatter said it best at that one last press conference, um, kind of at the end of all of this, where he's, he asked the media, he said, you've asked all these questions, but not one of you have asked how we're holding up. Exactly. How all I of our officers are holding that. up. Yeah. And it was, that was like the moment where I was like, absolutely. Yeah. Right. Like, this is what needed to be said. Right. This is what needed to be said a week ago when these guys were getting bottles of yeah. urine thrown on them yeah. and bottles of gasoline yep. thrown at them and rocks thrown at them and all of those things. Right. That's what needed to be said that night. Right. Exactly. Is what are we going to do to support these guys? Yeah. Because they're not out there, you know, doing anything wrong right no. now. No. They're out there trying to help protect right. our exactly. city, but exactly. yet they're getting, you know, crap thrown with them mm-hmm. and, yeah. you know, all of this negative attention. Mm-hmm. So I think he said it best was, when are you going to ask about them? When are we going to yeah. turn this around and say, how are they holding up? Because right. they've been working hours and hours oh. and hours. Yeah, they've had know. to put in a ton of overtime. 15-hour shifts and, and, some and, and very stressful. I mean, it's not Absolutely. It's not normal times we're no. living right now. And when no. you talked about that, I, I did. I had another guest invited that wanted to come on. And uh, he's an acquaintance of mine. And uh, we, we uh, snap back and forth, you know. I have my opinion. He has his nets. That's fine. Uh, but he, he was at the protest. And uh, the second night of the protest here in Omaha, he put out something on social media, said he's never been prouder. His wife and his daughter were tased, or not tased, but pepper sprayed and whatever. And he said he couldn't be prouder of them. And I'm like, seriously, dude. So, and, and I said, what caused it? He goes, well, the officers started. I said, I doubt it. I said, I doubt it. I said, I said you don't leave... If the protest is coming, you can peacefully protest. But if it's a peaceful protest, why are all the businesses boarding up their windows and taking all? And 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 this is when the businesses were just opening back up. And think about that. They had to board their win, their windows and then leave. And there were some businesses that actually had to shut down because of it. Yeah, absolutely. So when he put that out, I'm like, and, and, he, and he said, I'll debate you. I'll come on. So open format. When I came down to it, I said, I got time and date. Uh, no, I'd, I'd probably rather not. Well, the, so. the, the <laughs> peaceful, peaceful protesting, a lot of people, and 
we were just talking about that before we got started about how people are like, oh, they're they were peaceful. They were peaceful. And why are the officers throwing gas and this and that and the other? Okay. If you're blocking a roadway, it is illegal to do exactly. that. Exactly. It's illegal. The 72nd and Dodge is the perfect example. Where does 72nd lead to? Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. That is an emergency hospital that even in my city, if we have a child that our hospitals Mm -hmm. are not equipped to take care of, they transport them lights and sirens down 72nd. If it is blocked, how are families supposed to get there? And if you haven't done traffic control at, at intersections and you have to shut down certain roads and people, this is the only way I know to get there. This is the only way I know to get to Walmart. This is the only way I know to get to the casino. You have families that are in emergencies because sometimes families will grab their kids and drive themselves uh, exactly. to the hospital. I, I've done they that. Can, yeah. I don't, I, and I don't have the patience to wait. your only way to get there that yeah. you know of yeah. is 72nd and you have all these people sitting in the middle of the road and you have a child in your car that's unresponsive. That's right. What the hell are you supposed to do? Yeah, I know so when we tell you <laughs> move, move, you better move. You need to move. Go yeah. stand on the sidewalks. Yeah. In our city, you can get a permit to protest peacefully mm-hmm. yeah. on the sidewalks. You don't get a permit to protest. You are committing a crime. Yeah. If you are refusing to move out of a roadway, especially a busy intersection where that interferes with traffic, somebody can get ran over because like I said, emergencies, yeah. if I need to get to the hospital because my child is not breathing, you better move. Yeah. If you are not moving, then we will have to do what we can to get you to, to move. You so it's not peaceful. When right. you are... You are set out in your ways to not abide by the law yep. and abide by what the officers are saying. What are we supposed to do? Exactly. Okay, yeah. you want it to be yeah. like how Atlanta? Well, yeah. Our, the officers our, our, walked out. Yeah. Dispatch our, walked out. Chaz or Chop or whatever the hell they called it. So and then they tore that them? out. Yeah, exactly. They yeah. went in and tore it down because then the governor's like, oh, wait, yeah, this, this wasn't a good idea. Summer after of love all. wasn't quite so lovely, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> so. Yeah. You know, it was, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, everyone has the right to say what they believe. Exactly. That's great. Yep. But you don't have the right to destroy our city. No. It's, pro- and, it's, it's personal property, whether, and I know there are some groups that want to take personal property away, but that's, the fact is somebody owns that. It's mm-hmm. personal property. Yep. And, and just like Amber said, People got in these positions because of a choice they made. Right. You don't get arrested. You don't get tased. You don't get pepper sprayed. You don't get any of these things unless there was a bad choice that you made. Right. So what did you do in order for this to happen? Or maybe you didn't make it personally, but the person next to you, the group you were in, did it. And the fact fact that you're proud that your child got maced. Exactly. That was like... or whatever. Yeah, that was like... It like totally blew me away. I'm like, mm-hmm. you're subjecting your child yeah. to, yeah. to this. Right. And exactly. what, what, what are you, yeah. cause then what's going to boil down to is that kid be like, well, I don't trust the police. I'll exactly. never call them. Yep. Right. And then we're going to, it's just, it's just a it's, horrible it's decision. Yeah. Yeah. I'm all for going out and, and demonstrating and expressing rights for anybody, everybody, yep. Yep. but there's a right way to do it and a wrong way to yep. do it. That's right. That's the way society needs to be. So in my opinion, you know, it's, but unfortunately, I mean, we'll see what happens in the next, I mean, it's going to be an interesting next two or three, four months. Face it. It just, mm-hmm. it's just what, it's just the way, it, way it's going to be. 
So, but moving forward, I mean, how, how long has, has your husband been in, in, uh, let's see, we're going 21 years right now. 21 years. Awesome. Yep. So been a blue family for a very long time. And when you're a blue family, your entire family is a blue family, even your extended family. And, uh, so he knows he's got a ton of support on his side. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I know we're. We're not we're not blood related, but we're related a little. We're related bit. down yeah, the we're line. Related down <laughs> line. Yeah. <laughs> so Amber, what about you? I mean, you're gonna you're gonna keep on being SWAT member and doing what you're doing. I know. Sometime I'd like to get you in about the other subject that you talked about. Yeah. Because I think that's even in the ag community is something, especially between uh, in Nebraska between Grand Island and Kearney and North Platte. There's a huge sex trafficking. Yeah things so maybe that'd be for another discussion but sure. uh some other time but thanks ladies i really appreciate you coming in Absolutely. and giving your point of views and uh you know speaking for myself personally you know thank you thank your families very much and you personally very much for protecting us and 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 doing what you do i know it's got to be extremely hard and extremely stressful for you for you know to watch your husband leave and your kids leave and, and you've got a young daughter and a husband and it's got to be extremely hard on them it you is know, when yeah. you go out. So well, and it's it's hard to explain to my daughter who's six, yeah, why people hate the police, right? And then she sees so many people hating, and then I have to explain to her to not hate them. You know what I mean? Yeah. To explain to her to don't hate them. They are misinformed, or they're jumping on the bandwagon. Right. And, and when the George Floyd incident happened, of course, she asked, she's like, why would that officer do that? Yeah. How? And I'm like, because he's not a good officer. Yeah. It's as simple as that. Yeah. So explaining to her, unfortunately, people don't like us, yeah. but we're still here to protect. Mm-hmm. And right. you need to trust the officers exactly. that will come and protect you. Exactly. Okay. Well, thanks, ladies. Uh, Once again, thanks, everybody, for joining the bullpen. And check us out at uh, NebraskaBullService.com, VulgarSeamanCenter.com, and VulgarCattle.com. A Parkville Media Production.